This is the Tribune Audio Network. This is the Backstory Podcast. I'm Larry Podish. On this show, we uncover the backstory behind some of the most intriguing tales in history, culture, science, and religion. In this episode, we travel to the historic Crescent Hotel in Arkansas. It's already known for its ghost tours, but the backstory of this national landmark is much scarier. Native Americans in and around the Ozark Mountains believe the natural springs here heal them. White settlers describe the waters as having a magic power. The reputation for peace and healing makes this the perfect setting for one man's mission, a secret formula to heal the world. He had a massive ego. He believed that he had found a cure for cancer. He betrayed himself as sort of a populist hero, friend of the working man, friend of the little guy. This is during the Great Depression, so he was really uh, preying upon the doubts and fears of people back then. Narrow streets wind through the mountain with Eureka Springs boutiques and Victorian homes, earning it the nickname Little Switzerland of the Ozarks. Everyone from bootleggers to gunslingers pass through this respite of tranquility. You're basically at the border of the Wild West. Jesse James would certainly run through here. Areas with natural springs were also seen as sort of uh, peaceful spaces, and this was a, a guns down uh, location. One of the most distinctive places here, the Crescent Hotel, built in 1886. It has been restored over the years, but you see, feel, and smell the age of the wooden floors, ornamental moldings, iron fixtures, the marble fireplace, and the morgue. Yes, a hotel with a morgue. The Crescent is the perfect setting to hawk a haunted tale to ghost hunters, but that's not the real story of this Victorian stone structure. It's also home to a similar fraud, one that's far more serious and sad. A big hotel, beautiful, sort of had the imagery necessary to present that this is quite a place to come and be cured. Jack Moyer is the general manager of the Crescent Hotel. After falling on tough times during the Depression, Norman Baker buys it in 1937 for a steal and turns it into a hospital of sorts. Charismatic and clever, he has a cure. People are eager to believe. Why do you think people in that situation were so willing to believe him? Well, you know, I mean, I think when there's less information, you want to find, find the answer, right? They're and, desperate. Yeah. And, and people were desperate at that point. You know, I mean, think how far medical science has moved since 1937. Pretty amazing, right? And people were just looking for the cure. The cure, Baker calls it Formula 5, which turns out to be primarily crushed watermelon seeds. Ground watermelon seed, corn silk, water, glycerin, peppermint, clover, and a dash of carbolic acid. Dan Bennett portrays Norman Baker and gives tours of the hotel, including the morgue in the basement. It seems Baker left behind many of the jars and bottles with unknown liquids and artifacts. And they were injecting it into people. Wow. This is not a, a topical medicine. The carbolic acid could actually, you know, exacerbate a lot of problems. It's a formula to get rich. 
inventor, and showman. Baker starts in vaudeville, and then in 1925 has his own radio station in Iowa, peddling cures. Norman Baker was a charlatan, definitely an interesting fella. At one point, he had a traveling show that rivaled uh, Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. Baker has some material taken to the dump, which turns out to be behind the Crescent Hotel. Evidence resurrected here provides clues for scientists. Recent research reveals the work by Baker and his staff falls far short of anything miraculous. We found one with what we thought might be human material and it has been examined by a, a prominent hospital here uh, in Arkansas and has been determined that it was a bed sore of a patient. So a lot of bed sores would be cured. He was quite strategic. He would move people that got ill into different uh, section of the hotel called the annex. When people passed away, their bodies were removed late in the evening, so no one ever saw the bad stuff, and they only saw people that were cured. And this is why the Crescent has a morgue. When people do get better, they most likely do not have cancer. And the cure may simply be the clean air and water of the Ozarks. But if anyone challenges Baker, he sues. That is, until Claude Fuller stands up to him. He's a powerful congressman from Eureka Springs. Claude Fuller realized that he needed to get Norman Baker out of Eureka Springs. And the lore is the town wasn't big enough for the two of them. Pamphlets with promises of amazing cures become Norman Baker's undoing. Of all the things they did, what took him down was mail fraud. During the fraud trial, one of the judges was questioning one of these cancer experts as to his uh, credentials. Uh, it was revealed that he had an eighth grade education. He had been a surveyor's assistant and a coal miner before he came to work for Norman Baker. Baker appeals to the Supreme Court, but the justices refused to hear the case. So he ended up in Leavenworth. Now he was released. He ended up floating away on a yacht until he passed away, and he did pass away of, of uh, cancer. Ironic. Today, the story of the great charlatan of the Crescent Hotel is a story that the current owners embrace. It provides an air of intrigue, and along with the morgue, creaky floors, and vintage fixtures, it's a profitable formula for ghost tours. But supernatural spirits are the product of fiction, the manipulation of people's hopes for healing and taking advantage of sick people's desperation is very real and far more frightening. Thanks for listening to Backstory. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast or leave a review. To watch our full coverage of this story and see some that didn't make it to the podcast, visit us online at wgntv.com slash backstory. This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.